Welcome, entrepreneur, to the Ignite Your Wellness podcast. My name is Dr. Allison McLean. I'm a physical therapist, yoga teacher, coach, and owner of Ignite Your Wellness. Here on the podcast, we discuss all things body, brain, and bank account so you can cultivate your version of success while caring for your health. It's all about reducing stress, living a fulfilled life, growing your business, and enjoying life in the process. All right, let's get to it. Hello, friend. Welcome back. We're at episode 100. Can you believe it? It's awesome. It's time to celebrate, which actually has to do with the topic of today's podcast. It's the third step in the three simple steps to cultivate your version of success. So before we get into that, what I want you to do right now is stop. Unless of course you're driving, right? But you can still do this. Okay. Think of one thing right now that you can celebrate. Small or large. Maybe you can celebrate that you picked up the kids from school today and made them dinner. Hey, that's something to celebrate for sure. (laughs) Because I've had many days myself where it just goes to crap. (laughs) Maybe you can celebrate that you got on the yoga mat this week. Maybe it's you made a courageous post or made an offer to a potential client. Maybe you can celebrate that you did nothing for 10 whole minutes. So think about it right now. What can you celebrate? Bring it to your mind. I'm going to celebrate with you. I'm going to celebrate that I've recorded 100 episodes for you. (laughs) Close your eyes. Bring it to your mind's eye. What does it feel like? Can you feel the gratitude to yourself? Happiness? Satisfaction? Fulfillment? Breathe it in. Or if you're not driving, dance it out. This is part of step number three which is living. So just to recap, if you haven't listened to episode 98 and 99, go do that now and come back here. It'll make a little bit more sense. But just to refresh your noggin, step number one was listening. Step number two, learning. And three is living. And part of this step is actually celebrating. It's learning how to give thanks to yourself for all that you do on a daily basis and being present in the moment instead of waiting until the cancer is gone, sciatica is healed, business is successful. Because, you know, if you have a health thing going on like I do, that's kind of ongoing and you wait till it's resolved, then you're going to miss life. And then what's the whole point of healing anyways? Really? You know? And what does success even mean? How do you know when you've hit this milestone? Because so many entrepreneurs don't actually clarify, like get it down on paper, write it down, or are very, very specific. They never know when they actually hit success, so they never celebrate. They just keep crossing things off, off the list, and it's on to the next. And really, growing a healthy business and your bank account shouldn't mean that you put your life, your health, your wellness on the back burner. It's about learning how to live while doing all that. It's not just hustling, hustling, hustling and squeezing in week vacations here or there, but missing all of what life has to offer 
in between the vacations, right? So this is your reminder. Make time to enjoy life with your family. Celebrate the small things. Feel the earth under your feet. Raindrops on your face. Laugh at your mess ups. Cry with your disappointments. That is living. And we all have access to it. I think sometimes we don't actually live because A, we just are so focused on future goals or we're so worried about the past that it's hard to ground into the present moment. Or, and this happened to me, or I can relate to this, experience this, is that I had closed myself off to really feeling with certain fears like that I would get upset and then be stuck in it and be unproductive the whole entire day. And yes, sometimes that happens and it's valid, right? If something, a major life event happens that's unexpected, catches you by surprise and is upsetting, that is part of the living too. Just being with those uncomfortable emotions, but also knowing that eventually you'll come out of it, right? And sometimes it's quick, right? Sometimes, like I just posted on Facebook about I had a failed biopsy, it never happened, and it was disappointing, it was upsetting. But here I am, like a day later, and I'm on to my, I processed it, I felt it, and now I'm back serving you. So we can still be successful entrepreneurs, successful parents, successful employees, and feel, and have our lives hot messes at times, because we're human beings. So that's the first part of this third step of living, right? Is actually living life, experiencing all the feels, the good, the bad, remembering to get present, remembering to give thanks, remember to celebrate you and all that you've accomplished. The second part of living is where you actually implement what you've learned from step number two. So if remember, step number two is learning, learning from both yourself and external sources like mentors, teachers, trainings, school, that sort of thing. So I've taught trainings and workshops for years now, and I have two categories of students and teachers that have attended these workshops and trainings. Category one is those who attend and they hoard the information. They try to get every last living detail and drop out of me in that time that they're with me, whether it's a whole weekend or two hours, and they consume it and they stash it away somewhere. I'm not sure, in their computer, in their notebooks, never to see the light of day, right? Category two is those students that learn from me. And they might take one to two big picture ideas or concepts and they actually implement them. So they don't care about all the rest of the information. They might have heard it, realized it doesn't apply to them, or realize that they can always come back to it at another time. But they actually grab one to three, one to two, sometimes three things, whether it be an exercise, a concept, a new technique to work with their students with, and Monday when they get back to work or Sunday when they get home, because I used to teach workshops a lot on a Saturday, they would actually do it. They'd start to bring it into their life. So it just becomes part of their lifestyle. This new information just becomes who they are. 
they leveled up their self-concept of who they are and what's capable for them. And then when they get stuck, they reach out to me to go deeper, to learn more of the takeaways or troubleshoot through obstacles, help figure out solutions if it's not going desired. But they're actually trying it out right? Guess who's more successful in achieving their goals? Those students who want every single detail and try to take down every single idea and concept from a workshop and they get so overwhelmed and frozen with all the information and they spin in confusion where to start and what the next step is are those who pick one to do things and actually do it. I'm not saying it's easy. However, it's simple. So let's practice it right now. Yep, right now. Of course, unless you're driving. In fact, you know what? I've said this three times now. So probably if you're driving, put this on pause and come back and listen to it when you're not. You can go listen to another episode that you might have missed or need to hear again instead, okay? Because we're going to practice this right now. We're actually going to live this step number three. So take one thing from this episode right here, right now. So maybe it's the learning to celebrate. Maybe it's just learning how to be present in the moment, feel, feel feelings, feel sensations in your body. Maybe it's deciding one thing to implement, maybe from this podcast or internal learning that you've gathered over this week, or maybe you've attended a training or a lecture yourself and have new information to implement. Just choose one thing and then later today, implement, do it. So celebrate, present, implement the new knowledge in some way, and then do it the next day and the next day and the next day till it becomes a habit that you don't have to think about, just becomes part of your lifestyle. Then you can come back and learn something else. And it's rinse and repeat. These three steps over and over and over again. Listening, learning, living. Often what happens, we try to make this process way more complex than it really needs to be. Sometimes we pick way too many things and try to implement it all at once. Like the student that wants all the details, and that's where it becomes overwhelming, or you freeze, or you don't implement anything at all. It's like starting yoga for the first time, right? You read about it, you learn about it, you found a teacher and they tell you to meditate every day and then also do a physical practice. So you're like, I'm on it. Okay, I've got this. I'm gonna meditate at 5 a.m. every morning before the kids get out of school or wake up for the day and I have to get them off to school. And I'm going to do a vigorous yoga practice before I eat my lunch. And I'm gonna do it every day. Yeah, good luck. How'd that go? probably lasted two days, maybe three. (laughs) It's all right. You're human. Forgive yourself. It's just too much, right? If you get up at 7 a.m. and then trying to change your schedule to get up at five, that's a big difference. Even if you get up at six, getting up at five at dusk o hours, that's a big difference. And it's really hard to do every day. Not to saying to scrap the goal completely, but maybe you just get up a half hour earlier and you only do the meditation. Don't worry about the vigorous practice until you've got one thing dialed in. Or maybe just choose a half hour yoga practice to do at lunch most days of the week, three days of the week. Start there. Make it reasonable. Just do it. So start small and then build. So yes, it's slower, right? I have a coach, she calls this the slow burn, right? She coaches entrepreneurs, specifically life coaches on how to grow their business. And she says, I was just listening to one of her podcasts, it was Stacey Bayman's, 
And she was describing how the majority of the students in her mastermind, yes, she has some quote unquote overnight success where they grew very quickly to hundreds of thousands or more. But most of the students in her mastermind do grow. It's just at a slower pace over years. And so if you're an entrepreneur, you can take that to heart. Just implement one thing, keep going. If it's for your health, same thing, right? Or your yoga practice or whatever it is. My husband and I are working on one thing that we do each day, trying to connect deeper to each other. Just one thing we work on together. Eventually, you'll get to where you want to go. Eventually, it'll just become a habit. But really, there are no shortcuts. When you take the shortcut, you end up making it, as my daughter says, the long cut. (laughs) She always says, Dad, is this really the shortcut or is this longer? (laughs) I think the other reason why we don't live or implement is because there's the fear of failure. This is especially true for the type A ambitious person, adult doing something new, different, there's a risk of falling flat on their face. Embarrassment, shame, failure. Is this true for you? I've been told before by ambitious adults that they don't want to practice yoga because they don't want to be seen making a fool of themselves in the class. Now think about that for a moment. You're going to hold yourself back in your house with something that can change your life for the positive because you're afraid of what your neighbor on the mat next door will think of you, who you'll probably never see again, or probably hopefully will if you keep going. But you know what? I used to go to this exercise class at the Y. And I think I mentioned, I've told you how I'm not so good in like aerobic fast paced style classes because my lack of proprioceptions, I just don't know where my body is in space a lot. In fact, that's why I don't practice fast yoga classes. And so I kind of became known as this student that would show up to class and I'm always facing the wrong direction, doing the wrong thing. And of course, people kind of laugh at me. (laughs) The teacher even gave a smirk or two once in a while. But you know what? That's living, laughing at myself, getting a good chuckle. And you know, it opened the door to connection because sometimes with perfection, We isolate ourselves because people can't resonate with us because they're not perfect too. No one's perfect, right? And if you're trying to portray this facade, this perception of getting it all together all the time, it's very hard for people to relate to you. But if you show your vulnerability, go listen to some Brene Brown, then people will begin to connect with you because they'll realize, ah, she is human. (laughs) You have to risk failure with this process. In in fact, failure, making mistakes, it's inevitable. It's part of the learning process of doing something new. Think of a way. How can you make this process easier for yourself? Failing, specifically. For me, when I try something new that, you know, I really have to like ground myself into the moment, conjure up a bunch of courage and chutzpah, I probably totally said that wrong because I have no idea how to say it actually, but (laughs) I just had to grab life by the cojones and go for it. I make time afterwards 
to celebrate it, right? To give myself thanks, to allow my nervous system to reset and come back down to base level because usually I'll trigger myself into a stress response, mild or moderate. So that might mean doing some restorative yoga afterwards or going for a walk or putting on happy dance music and dancing it out, snuggling with my family, all these things. But I make sure that I'm setting myself up for some of that after doing a hard thing where it's new and maybe I'll have made mistakes. So how can you make this process a little bit more comfortable for yourself or even fun? Or maybe you need to strengthen your why. And the benefit of this is that then you will value the discomfort of learning something new, making mistakes, failing to get to your goal, to get to that why, over the comfort of knowing that you can excel in a certain way. So I'll say that again. If your why is strong enough, your value will shift. Your value will shift from type A, A plus, getting it exactly right, valuing that. So you have this perceived image of perfection. Your value will shift from that to instead valuing failing. So eventually you can get to your goal and that's how we change, right? Otherwise, we end up doing the same thing over and over and over again. So that's it. That's it. Pick one thing, implement it. Sometimes fail, try again, rinse and repeat. So go out there, live your lives. Come back, tell me how it goes. I'd love to hear it. And if you're ready to dive deeper, coming up, I've got a workshop on how to make workshops. (laughs) It's very meta. I get to ask this all the time. And as you know, if you've been following me for a long time, I've taught workshops for many, many, many years. And it was how I connected with a lot of new people. So if you're a yoga teacher, an entrepreneur, a healthcare provider, you don't want to miss this workshop. So if you don't already receive my weekly value-packed emails, then make sure to get over on my list. You can download the freebies, (laughs) the free resources on the website, and you'll automatically be added to this email list. And it'll update you when this workshop is going to occur. I'm just in the process of making all the details. So this is a sneak peek. You're the first to hear about it. So make sure though to get on my list so you don't miss it. All right, I'll see you soon. I'll see you on the mat. Let me know how it goes. Bye for now. Before you go, let me tell you the next step. Head to igniteyourwellness.com. The your is a you are. So it's igniteyourwellness.com to sign up for your free strategy call. In this call, we'll go over an audit of your body, your brain, your bank account. So we'll find out what's really holding you back from living the life that you truly deserve. There's no obligation, no strings attached. What you invest is your time. And what you get out is an awareness of what the root source of your problem is. If you're not ready to chat, then head over to the homepage to download a short but impactful free training on how to organize your schedule to make it home for dinner or have time to work out because I know you really want to get back to the activities that you love and enjoy and do all this without the exhaustion. So if the hustle and grind is really stressing you out, but if you feel stuck, 
You're not sure what to prioritize or how to get out of this rat race? Let me help you. I promise no one's teaching it this way. Join this free training so you can actually enjoy life while you grow your business. I'll see you on the mat. Bye for now.